Hi, and welcome to Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond. And today, once again, I am on the road. This time, not because I hate home. I was in a competition last night, and I got out late, so I figured it'd be smarter to, like, stay in the Lantana area than go home. I was competing in West Palm Beach at this place called Scales and Tails, and I didn't win, but I don't think I did that bad. I, I was, as they say, third runner-up, so I was good, I feel. I made lots of money, <laughs> so that's honestly what I feel matters. And today I wanted to kind of talk about my um, struggles and kind of the competition aspect of me as a performer. Because I haven't competed a lot, especially in drag. I haven't competed a lot. I've been more about just doing shows. But especially after last night, I kind of like it. Because... Before, I will say to anyone in this business, or anyone who wants to go into the entertainment industry, I've got one thing to tell you. If you don't have thick skin, then it's not made for you. If you're not willing to be told no occasionally, then, like, don't bother. Because I've been told no so many times, and I've been the person either who didn't even get the chance or the person who's been eliminated so many times. But not winning makes you stronger, in my opinion, because what it does is it takes all of the sort of competitive edge that you have and turns it into something amazing. Because the thing is, the people who have been winners their whole lives, they're not gonna amount to much at some point because you learn a lot from losing. And I have learned a lot from losing. I remember probably the last time I did a drag competition. There have been a few things that I won. Like, I won a competition recently. Like, the last one I was in, I won. So, that was good. But, I remember when I moved back from Orlando to my area in South Florida, when I competed for the first time, I lost. Actually, I not even lost. I was out in the first round. And it's because, I don't know why, actually, to be honest. Because I looked at the person who won, and I'm like, bitch, you lost your wig in the middle of your fucking number, and you didn't even finish it, and you won? To me, it's like, nah, 
That's why sometimes I would rather be in competitions with sort of judges panels than audience for audience like participation class is what determines the winner because I feel that sometimes it's like good and sometimes that works in a lot of, but sometimes it doesn't. And so anyway, so like in terms of like an official like drag competition, like I've done singing competitions recently, but in terms of a drag competition, I hadn't I have not done one since then. And for me my area what I've learned is I should learn this last night. I completely forgot. In the area I'm from, there are two different, like, drag families, and one of them is, like, kind of okay, but, like, the person I saw last night, who name, whose name is Salma Love Taylor, you shall follow her on all her socials. It was amazing, like, to see somebody, like, that is from my area do something like that. I'm like, fuck, I didn't think that went on where I was at. I thought it was all kind of, like, busted drag. Not saying that all of it is that I've seen from the other family, but a lot of it is, like, Bitch. What? Like, I don't know. Maybe it's because of me coming from Orlando. In Orlando, you have to be a good performer. Otherwise, you're not gonna, like, have places to perform and people aren't gonna want you if you're not good. So, I guess... That combined with the fact that I just have some form of talent and I'm able to like work a room made it so that I could be the performer that I am today. Because, yes, I came in fourth, but those people were tipping. Like they were tipping a lot. And I can say this. The person after me, who was also singing live, like made no money. So sometimes, and I don't know, maybe she, like she was doing all the like splits and everything on the stage, and I wasn't doing that at all. I was performing, I was working the room, and I made more money. So, my feeling is with that is, like, she did a RuPaul song, and I did a Kesha song, and it's like, you gotta know what who you're performing to. Like, 
the um the room is gonna know more of like top forty typically. So you're gonna wanna it if anyone's listening to this and is thinking about performing, you're gonna wanna do Britney, Gaga, Kesha, Katy Perry, Madonna, Cher, list goes on and on. You're gonna wanna do like divas that people know. You're not gonna wanna like pull out some experimental shit. Like, yeah, I understand that like people love doing stuff. And people love doing RuPaul songs. I love doing Sissy That Walk. Like, but that's... When you're in a competition, you don't want to do that. You want to do songs that people know so they can enjoy the song with you and, like, sing along with you in the audience and have a good time and, like, cheer the house down. Because you can have... A room full of people, but if you're doing something that they're not like buying, then they're not gonna want to um, cheer for you, and they're not gonna want to applaud for you, and you're gonna have no chance of winning. Because, I will say this, I do appreciate lip syncers, I don't really lip sync, I know how to, if I wanted to enter a competition and lip sync, I probably could. My thing is, I don't usually do it because of the fact that I'm not like a death drop queen or a split queen, I don't, I don't fall to the floor, like... If I'm going to lip sync, I'm going to be standing up and twirling around the room. Like, I'm not going to be dropping to the floor all the time, because your bitch ain't that flexible. <laughs> I wish I was. I'm just not. And also, like, I see a lot of those people doing death drops and stuff. They're shorter than I am. Like... I am 6'2", and in drag, I am fucking 6'5". Sometimes taller, depending on what shoes I'm wearing. I am not the person who should be, like, falling to the ground and shablamming and doing all that. Like, I'll do voguing. I'll do old-school vogue from the ball scene. I'll do stuff like that, but I'm not doing new-school stuff with that. Fly, 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 fly. Drop like no, that's insane, and I appreciate seeing it. It's like, yes, it's work, but like, no, <laughs> you can do that, it's cute and all, and Washington is cute, it's amazing, but it's not for me. I say probably like one of the best people at it is from RuPaul's Drag Race, who's Shiangela. Shiangela's like five foot four. Like, that's the kind of person who should be falling to the ground. You're almost fucking down to it anyway. Like, (laughs) 
compared to you, I'm like a skyscraper. Like, I am a tall motherfucker. Anyway, so, with that, hold on, I'm trying to fucking concentrate. I will say, I hate recording all around sometimes. <laughs> Because unlike at home, where I can kind of control most conditions, at, on the road you're at the mercy of whatever's around you. So, anyway. So, anyway, yeah, I performed last night, and... I will say this, if you're one of the people who, like, i said this before, like, you, you gotta keep being told no, but, like, I lost last night. I'm not gonna stop performing. I mean, the thing was, I didn't stop performing because I didn't love performing. I stopped performing because I couldn't find places to perform, and all the places I were trying to perform were either like closing down or like they were um changing nights and like their nights couldn't work with the nights I had available and it's just it's like it's like I understand I love performing I get it but I'm not making enough money to where performing could be my job. Like, I'm making good money when I perform. Like, I'm getting tipped good, but I'm not making enough money to, like, stop working a normal job. I wish I was. Like, my goal in life would be if not to be, like, touring the country or touring the world, to be in a spot where I can make money as a performer and just work as a performer doing that. And there's been many avenues that I've thought about taking to do that. I've thought about like opening my own bar. Like I know how to bartend and like I know how to perform. Like my feeling is if I open my own bar, always have a place to perform and I'll be able to do it every night but that life can kind of be that would be an adjustment for me because I'm someone who's used to getting up early to do drag especially now because like usually now when I'm recording this podcast, I'm usually recording between, like, the hours of 7am and, like, well, no, I shouldn't say 7am. I usually start recording around 9 o'clock and am usually done by, like, 9.30, I mean, well, I should say 9 o'clock. Sometimes I start earlier than that a little bit earlier. Sometimes I start at like 8, 8.30, <laughs> but 
it all depends on when I can like get myself motivated to like get all up in the drag and set up my laptop and record say get up in the drag as if I'm like getting up into this like fabulous sequin gown like right now I'm wearing a t-shirt and like a thong like and thigh high boots <laughs> or no not thigh high knee high boots like and that's the thing like there's some people who that's what they do is they like wear pageant gowns and all of that fabulousness that's not the route I want to take I kind of realized that after I got out of the um, pants and shirt phase of everything. I realized that, like, I want to wear, like, bodysuits or just a t-shirt, boots, and underwear. Like, or a sweater and underwear. Like, I don't want to wear all this, like, sort of... Fabulousness and first of all, it's too much clothes. It's like that's one thing that I didn't notice about last night. I'm glad that I'm like not hardly wearing any clothes because I don't sweat as much when I perform anymore. Because I used to sweat so much. Because everything was like all black and pants, and wigs, and like heels, like you put all of that together, that just like is a like storm for like sweat central, and nobody wants to be like sweaty and like disgusting at the end of the night, but like... Sometimes, that's how it is. And, like, for example, I saw, um, Selma Taylor was talking about, she's like, I'm sweating so much. She was literally wearing a gown to start with, and a wig, and then, like, she took it all off, and she was wearing, like, a bodysuit and another wig. And I'm thinking, well, bitch, if you don't want to fucking sweat, you can wear one fucking wig and <laughs> a bodysuit instead of, like, going into the gown and having a reveal. That's another thing. I don't... Reveals sound like a lot of work. I mean, they're great to see when people are performing, but fuck that shit. <laughs> I mean, nope. I am just out if, like, that's what I have to do to, like, make y'all interested in what I'm doing. Because that to me is not only that, it's like, if you're doing, like, a tearaway or something like that, it can go wrong and... If it goes wrong, then 
you gonna look a damn fool on the motherfucking stage. And that's not something I want to have in my life. Well, I think that's it for today. This is Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and I hope you've enjoyed.